Welcome to another episode of Social Media Currency. My name is Gordon So, and I'm your host here at Social Media Currency. Today we're going to read a chapter from Landed for Success, Chapter 6, From Pain to Purpose by Cleone, Cleone Crawford. So here we go. I did not think that my life would take this turn. However, I guess that is the journey that I had to take. It all started in 2006, when I first learned that I had bipolar disorder, formerly called manic depression. In my last year at the University of Toronto, I decided to create a nonprofit to help connect black youth with black mentors. I started to spend a lot of time on this and was beginning to become obsessed. I found myself talking fast, surviving off of little sleep and even thinking that I was a spy. Then suddenly all that energy crashed. I did not want to get out of bed, comb my hair, eat, get dressed or anything. I wanted to die, which was quite odd because I felt like I had many reasons to live. However, I had feelings of death. I did not like how I felt, so I decided to get some help. I called a friend who studied social work and went to the Center for Addiction and Mental Health, CAMH. I met with a psychiatrist, and that is when I heard the term bipolar for the first time. From that point, I was referred to see an on-campus psychiatrist. For six months, I saw the psychiatrist, and eventually my mood shifted, and I started to feel better. For the next six years, I did not experience this feeling again. However, in 2012, things became worse. I started to become manic, and I do things that were out of my character. I was angry and started to post negative things on social media. Sadly, this was not the end, but just the beginning of my life turning upside down. I found myself hospitalized in a psychiatric ward of the William Osler Hospital, a topical site. I was angry because I did not believe I had a problem. Despite what my peers were saying, I was not ill. Being in the hospital, I was brutal. I was forced to take medication and was even given needles. When they finally gave me medication, I was doped up and felt like a zombie. I had no energy and could barely keep my eyes open. Finally, six days passed and with the help of my neurologist, I was released. When I went home, I found myself feeling low and depressed. For weeks, I struggled with these feelings. For months, I found myself struggling with my mood. One moment, my mood was elevated for weeks at a time, and at other moments, I was depressed. People would tell me that I needed to get help, but I fought them on every level. As far as I was concerned, I did not have a problem. Sadly, as I would transition from my extreme moods, I would find myself destroying things that meant a lot to me. For example, I was a fashion designer at the time and had gotten a lot of media attention for my work, but I was destroying my business because of my new reputation. My reputation was transforming from an aspiring entrepreneur who received awards to an angry woman with a chip on my shoulder. I was being hospitalized against my will and forced to take needles. It was a horrible time for me. In 2013, I was going to the U.S. to meet a rapper because I was interested in doing a second concert featuring him. However, while trying to cross the border, 
I was denied entry. That had never happened before. I was accused of being someone else who was wanted. Finally, they discovered that it was not the person they were looking for and that they made a mistake. With that said, I was released. I decided to stay in Niagara Falls for a few days and attempt to cross the border again. I was denied the second time. This time, I started to spit and rip pages of, magazine, of a magazine. Little did I know I was manic. Due to this behavior, seven U.S. border officers approached me, tackled me to the ground, removed my shoes, and gave me a cavity search. I was immediately sent back to the Canadian border. Sadly, while with the border traumatized, I started to sing loudly, which caught the attention of one of the Canadian border officers. She told me to quiet down. I spat on the desk in front of her. She said if I did it again, I would be arrested. Angry, I challenged her and spat again and was arrested. Due to this, I was sent to prison for 10 days for assault. The officer accused me of spitting on her. When I was released from prison, I moved in with my mom and was accused of being ill. So I went to KMH to obtain my medical records to prove to my mom that I wasn't ill. Sadly, while there, I was held against my will and hospitalized. I remained in the hospital for 17 days. It was traumatic. When I was released, I became suicidal and tried to hang myself in my mother's apartment. Finally, months later, I realized that I had a problem and needed help. I looked myself in the mirror and said, my name is Cleone and I have bipolar and that is okay. That was the beginning of my transformation. By accepting that I had an illness, I was able to transform my life for the better. Though it was an uphill battle with medication, a support system, family, friends, and a great doctor, I was able to turn my life around. I am now an author of two books, The Music of My Life and 30 Plus One Resilient Stories, a mental health advocate, speaker, podcast host, mother, and student in the Addictions and Mental Health Program at Centennial College. Sometimes life throws you lemons. You can either be hurt by the lemons or make lemonade. I made lemonade and now I am living and thriving. I am resilient and I am landing for success. Once again, I trust that you enjoyed the story, this chapter, and you enjoyed Cleone's story. Please visit Amazon and purchase a copy of Landed for Success. I'll promise you that all 18 author stories will inspire and uplift you. And until next time, have an amazing day, and we will see you in the next in the next chapter